pardon the interruption. If you're a cuckold gentleman, a stag, a voyeur, or maybe you're just a woman that likes to watch amateur BBC porn, if you are, I got a question to ask you. Do you want to follow Doc Chocolate's sexy ass adventures in playtime that I have with the most gorgeous hot wives, queens of spades, and milfs out there? Now, if you answered yes, then you want to go ahead and pause this episode right now and go to my website at bullsandqueens.com and subscribe to my OnlyFans page. So that's going to be at bullsandqueens.com, bullsandqueens.com, and click that button that says OnlyFans. And what's going to happen is you're going to get access to my personal collection of videos, pictures of my kinky lifestyle adventures in my playtime that I have with my friends with benefits and you'll also be able to chat with me and the other fans and also do custom requests and I am on there daily so for access to my OnlyFans for a limited time only you guys I want you to go to bullsandqueens.com click that link that says OnlyFans and join the fan club I'll see you on the other side. Now, back to the spicy episode. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, Queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen. Because here is your host, that super sexy, bold black man candy, Doc Chocolate. What's up, what's up, everybody? It is your man, Doc Chocolate, BBC, coming at you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. And I have another guest who I was able to entice to come on my podcast. And I will introduce this little beauty here in just a second. But before we get started, I want you guys, ladies, to go to my website, get your free copy of my ebook, which is The Bulls, The Queens, and The Swingers Survival Guide to the Lifestyle. It's going to help you navigate through all the issues, the pitfalls, and landmines of getting into the lifestyle if you are new. And trust me, there are a lot of landmines, isn't there, guest? Lots. Yes. Lots. And you don't want to blow your ass up. And so <laughs> you're going to get that copy at bullsandqueens.com. Don't do it when you're driving, though. I mean, I don't want y'all getting into an accident or running over a little old lady and, you know, just saying, oh, Doc Chocolate got me into an accident. You know, <laughs> like, I'm, hey, guest, I got to tell people that, you know, because it's <laughs> like people do that shit. No, oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Yeah, and try and sue me and shit like that. Right. You know, the hell is wrong with you people? And, <laughs> and also, make sure that you guys go to DocChocolateBBC.com and there you can get my swinger videos and you can subscribe to my OnlyFans or whatever it is I have up there because I'm going to uh, slowly but surely start switching away from OnlyFans. So, but you guys are still going to be able to see my spicy, fun, real-time adventures that I have with hot wives and cuckold couples. And matter of fact, the lovely lady that I have on board, me and her, like after a year of planning, like we finally shot uh, uh, some sexy film, like, what was it, like four or five months ago? Yeah, it was September, so yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, about four or five months ago. So as we record this, it is January. And usually I do it the other way around. So like usually what I do is I try to 
get the beautiful ladies on my podcast first. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, he's somewhat charming. And then like, <laughs> so I'm so bad. I'm so bad. You, you didn't have to do that with me. You were, I was sold. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yes. I'm coming up. My game is getting better as I get older. It only took me 43 years to achieve that. <laughs> so <laughs> you're at your prime. Right. There you go. And also, you guys, make sure that you leave a brother a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. So if you're listening to this on Google or Spotify or Apple, iTunes, whatever it is, leave me a five-star review. Leave me a five-star review because that's what allows other people who are searching for cuckolding, lifestyle, swinging, it allows, it helps to allow them to find this podcast just so that they can hear the stories of the people, the swingers that I get on this podcast. So without further ado, drum roll, please. Let me introduce the lady and the queen of the hour. So she is a swinger, an Asian MILF, which stands for mother I like to fuck, and a video creator. Her husband and she have been in the lifestyle for five years and they've been making content for two and a half years. We'll tell you what her site is here in just a moment. She's a pleaser, so she gets pleasure out of knowing that others have enjoyed their time with her and she's able to fulfill fantasies virtually. She's a switch, so she can go from being dominant to submissive instantly. Ooh, that kind of turns me on just reading that. She's been in the lifestyle and as a content creator, it not only allows her to fulfill this pleasure of hers, but it's also a way that she has made many, many great friends along the way. Her website is jadelee.co and her name is Jade Lee, AKA Hot Wife, Goddess, Jade Lee. <laughs> Give her a hand. How you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So it's always a pleasure seeing you and your beautiful smiling face and all that. And yeah, your energy. And so how are things going? So you're located in Denver, Colorado, and it was like negative 200 degrees Antarctica <laughs> temperature up there. Is that correct? Pretty much. Once you get started to get negatives, I don't know if it matters how below negative you get. It's just freaking cold. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Because, you know, obviously I'm in Las Vegas, so it's a lot warmer. You know, it's about 40, 50 degrees. But I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. And I remember the last year, Jade, that I lived there. It was back in 2002, I want to say. I... The winter was, uh, it was a polar vortex and it was like negative five, negative 10 degrees uh, air temperature, but then the wind chill was negative 40 or negative 50. And I had an S curl on top of my head, which for some of you guys that are um, non-black culture <laughs> appropriate, it's that little hairstyle where you put a little bit of juice in there and it kind of curls up. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Jade? <laughs> That shit froze. Was your hair? I was like, was your head frozen? <laughs> yeah, it froze. And it was so cold that, okay, so ask me, how cold was it? How cold was it? It was so cold that when I breathed, like there was no cloud or anything that popped out of my mouth. It was just freezing instantly? It was just freezing instantly. Wow. I that was is like, cold. Yeah, I was like, damn, I'm black. I don't deserve like, to I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I got to get the, f not that I got to get out of here. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, I was like, fuck. <laughs> so the next year I moved to, to Oklahoma and I stayed there for 10 years before I moved to, to Vegas. To so, Vegas. yeah. Nice. So, so how's that been like going through, like, you know, doing all the shit that you do in Denver? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm born and raised. I'm a Carter native, so I'm used to it. This It's cold, but it's doable. You know, it's, it's you just layer up and then you take layers off as you get hot and then you put them back on. It's just the way Colorado is. <laughs> wow. 
does it kind of like entice you to like snuggle with uh, your husband and with your bulls all it that definitely makes you not want to get out of the bed yes for sure you're like oh man like it's so warm right here i got the body heat going it's just yeah it's hard to get out of the bed but got to be an adult and do adult things. So, <laughs> <laughs> And so we already told people how to find you is at jadelee.co and Lee is L-I. So jadelee.co. What are other places that people can find you at, Miss Jade? Um, well, see, let's see here. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter or X now. Um, I'm on Minivids. I'm on Fansly. I'm on OF. Um, I just started a Pornhub, so I'm on Pornhub now. Um, let's see, what else? I'm on Sex Panther. I'm on Clapper. I'm on IG. I think that covers it. <laughs> you're, you're missing one thing. I am. Are you on Dot Chocolate? Oh, yes, I'm on Dot Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to have you on me. Like. <laughs> oh, well. Over and over again. <laughs> so when me and Jade uh, filmed, we uh, it was a threesome, and it was with the beautiful, lovely, hot wife. Uh, uh, I'm trying to not say her real name. It was with the beautiful hot wife L. Yes. And like they took turns, like writing my dick and writing my oh, face, yeah. and that's like my kink. That's like my fetish. Like I'll just like, oh my god, just like put that. <laughs> Thick, curvy booty in my just face. Have at me. Yeah. Hey, hey, JD. Hey, you're writing the shit out of my face and then my I dick. Was. And like my, my, my dick has never been the same after you wrote on it. I love so, it. I left my mark. Yeah. You, you, you left your mark. You left your mark. So I, I got to get a, a second round with you. Second, second, <laughs> thirds and fourths. And yes. Thirds, fourths, fifths, hundreds, you know, all that. So it was definitely a hot, fun time. That's for sure. And I think part of it too was the buildup. Cause like you said, we've been talking for, at that point, we'd been talking for a year. Yeah. And just our schedules weren't lining up. And so it was like the buildup of like, oh, I finally get to play with Doc Chocolate. And <laughs> yeah. So I might have got a little animalistic. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, the first thing that uh, she said to me, you guys, like when she when she met me, because her and her husband, uh, we went to a uh, hotel takeover. And so like her and her husband, Brad, they came and she was like, oh, you're shorter than I thought. <laughs> I thought you were six foot tall. <laughs> you have this big personality you know so if you get this picture in your head <laughs> right and then you're like oh shit <laughs> you short five seven motherfucker <laughs> so um, anyways, <laughs> hey hey don't worry it's not just you like it happens to everybody okay, so <laughs> all right so it's <laughs> coming small packages though so hey hey my 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 dick isn't that's small. I wasn't I mean, talking about that package. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's like, she, she's like, yeah, Doc's dick didn't even go past my clit when we fucked. <laughs> she's like, next. <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so the one thing that attracted me to you, Jade, was, um, Outside of your personality, because you do have high energy and you do just have this like lovely nature to you and all that. But from a physical standpoint, you guys, she is beautiful. And you've heard this before. And I'm sure you've probably heard like, oh, you look so you're exotic. Right. Because like she's OK. Let me just can I describe you? Yeah, go for Do it. I have permission. I'm, I'm OK. She's like, hey, she's giving me this eye right now. She's like, you better give me a good description, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like, she's giving me that eye. No, I'm intrigued so, to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's she's about uh, five, five-ish, I want to say. Five, four. Five, four. Okay. And, like, she has these, uh, she's half Asian, half uh, white. So she's uh, half Japanese, half white. And it brings, like, this, like, very beautiful gorgeous like mixture about her right because she has these these naturally um olive green eyes they're hazel yeah hazel okay and they're natural right because like you, you 
can tell because like uh, a lot of times what I do is like when somebody has like really, really pretty eyes like Jade does, I'm always looking. I'm like, are those contacts? But then I can tell because like the pupils are small. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, those are her real eyes. I was like, she is <laughs> fucking beautiful. And then she has this like, like this like nice hair with these blonde highlights. And then she has this thick booty and like these <laughs> hips and these legs. And it's like she got these childbearing hips. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And one of my finishes, you guys, ladies, is just sit on my face and let me slap your ass. Hey there, cucks, stags and ladies. Do you want to meet up with me, Doc Chocolate, and have a sexy experience of your life for your hot wife? Now, if you answered yes, then you must check out Doc Chocolate's Hot Wife Training Days at HotWifeTrainingDay.com. Now, if you've ever seen one of my sexy videos that I've recorded with hot wives, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. What's going to happen is your wife is going to get wine and dined by me. There's going to be heavy, sexy flirting. There's going to be an aromatherapeutic experience with me in a very low-lit, sensual environment with soft music playing in the background while your hot wife gets a world-famous dark chocolate skin-to-skin -skin body glide with coconut oil and more. And this is going to be the experience of a lifetime for you wives out there as you go through your journey of finding your true sluttiness with Doc Chocolate. Want to find out more details and get your reservation with me? Then go now to HotWifeTrainingDay.com to get started. Now, back to the episode. One of my finishes, you guys, ladies, is just sit on my face and let me slap your ass. great about it was when I was with you and uh, the lovely Elle. Elle. Like, I, <laughs> hey, you saw me trying to think. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to say your real name because if I, I say your I've real name. It. I've done it too. I've done it to her too. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, because like I, I, I don't want to have to do a bunch of editing on this podcast. So I'm like, let me see. I'm like, God damn it, I gotta like <laughs> blot out her name. So I, I was with both two of them, and both two of them like have like these booties, which are just like made for us black dudes. So like, anyways, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get canceled, but anyways, <laughs> so. That being said, uh, Miss Jade, tell us how you and your awesome hubby, Brad, how did you all get started in the lifestyle? How we got started in the lifestyle? Um, unfortunately, our story isn't like exciting and like, oh, this happened and then this happened. It's pretty, um, but I like it because it's kind of, it's based off of communication, which is what the lifestyle is all about. Um, he came to me one day and just said, I have a fantasy. I want to see you with other men. I want to see you sleep with other men. I want to see another guy fuck you good. And I was like, huh, really? <laughs> okay. I was uh, very intrigued and curious because all my past relationships have been very controlling, possessive, very jealous. And so for my husband, at this point, we had been married for eight years and so for my husband to come to me and tell me that he wanted to see another guy fuck me, I was like, okay. Um, so we just, you know, through open communication, talked about it some more. And um, it was also a way for us to, so my husband, Brad, is uh, pansexual. And so it was a way for us to kind of also explore that a little bit more together. That wasn't even his initial thought when he brought the lifestyle up to me it was more just you know the hot wife but then I was like well what about you know what about this like can is this something that we can do in that space as well and um so that's kind of how it just came about it was just through open communication that we decided to venture into the lifestyle together that is beautiful and so what were your like initial thoughts like he comes to you he's like all right baby girl <laughs> I want to see you fuck other dudes like how did he like say it exactly? And then what were your initial reactions to that? I, I was, I know I was quiet for like, a, like the two minutes after. <laughs> and it was just this like, 
Did I hear this right? Am I processing his words? So Brad's great at communicating, but when he gets nervous to talk about something, he stumbles. So it took him a minute to get it out of his mouth. Um, but then he just flat out just gets frustrated with how he can't say it. And he flat out just speaks it. So <laughs> what he said precisely, I can't remember. It was five years ago. But um, I know I was quiet afterwards. And I was just like, okay, usually people are like, oh, I want to do this because I want to explore more with women together. And this was like, like I said, coming from a background of having possessive and jealous boyfriends or my husband telling me that he was not jealous and he wanted to see me have relations with others. I was a little shocked. So I took a minute to process it. And I know most people are like, well, isn't that a way for them just to say so they can sleep with other people? But Mm -hmm. that never crossed my mind. It never even entered my mind of that's why he was bringing it to me. So it was, it was a, it was a quiet couple of minutes afterwards. But then after <laughs> that, I don't think we both were just kind of going at it, asking questions and talking about things. And it was like a couple hour long conversations. So. Okay. Like it was good. Do you, do you remember what your first question was to him after those like two minutes of silence, which pro- probably felt like 20 hours of silence to Brad? Right. Can you tell, like, what was I your first I question? Like, I was like, so wait, you want to see me sleep with other men? Like, I had to clarify what he was asking. And so then it was, I think, oh God, it was so long ago, but I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of like, well, how does that work? Like, how do we well, go about this? Like, cause <laughs> I knew of the lifestyle, but I didn't know that there was sites or websites or apps to go to, or, you know, podcasts to listen to. So I was like, how do we even go about this and brad's like oh well i listen to the front porch swingers already on their podcast and you know they talk about different sites that you can get on and and i was like okay so he'd already been not the research toying with it but he'd already been kind of listening and and doing some of his own research okay okay And like how long, so you guys are listening to the podcasts and you guys have done your talks, like how long did it take before you guys actually put the pedal to the metal and actually did action? Like, did you go to like clubs first or did you just like jump straight in? Did you just watch initially? Like, what was the story, Jade? So we, within a week, we were getting on Cassidy and creating a profile and just communicating back and forth. So at the time when we first got on there, we were only interested in single men. We weren't interested in couple swaps. We were kind of just kind of going in as a hot wife couple. So we only um, were chatting with single men on through Cassidy. And after doing that for about a month or so, I was like, you know what? I want, I want to be in the environment of, you know, a swingers club. I want to put myself in the environment so I can experience it and see so uh, within a month, we were going to the Scarlet Ranch here in Colorado, and we did <laughs> rookie first-timer mistake. We went at Uh-oh. 6 o'clock in the evening for dinner. Okay. So we went and had dinner there. We were there for like six hours, six or seven hours, because we got there at 6 o'clock. Um, okay. Never again will I go to the club that early. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, because like you guys must have been like the first people up there, I, I would assume. He, I think there was maybe two other couples there at the time that we first got there. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was an experience. It was fun. Uh, We got to kind of walk around the place and kind of really see it without other people around. So that was kind of nice. But we went and we just, we talked with people, but we really went and just watched. I just wanted to kind of see how I felt about being in an open environment where there was open play and, um, you know, learning about the, the private rooms and the curtains and all that. Um, so we didn't do anything there. We just went and watched and we kind of, you know, made out with each other for a little bit, but that was really it. It was just more to go and see how I felt being there. And, um, I was excited. Oh, okay. That's good. So, yeah. Hey, hey, you just had this like little cute ass smile that popped in your face and you were like, I was excited. Yeah. <laughs> she was like grinning <laughs> ear to ear and shit. So, and that's one key of piece of advice that I get to people. If I'm coaching them in the lifestyle, they're asking questions about the lifestyle, Jade. I always tell them that when you first go into the soiree, I can't even say it right. Like just do a little bit of uh recognizance and just like, scope out the land and just soak it in and don't have any expectations to play just go there 
to watch. And then if you do do anything physical, do it with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and then yep. have your initial set of rules, which is always going to change <laughs> over <Yes>. time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, that they do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay. So this first time you guys go, you watch, <laughs> you're up there for like six hours and you're like, oh my God, this is so early. <laughs> But then your eyes are getting big and you're like, I like this. So when did you guys actually start playing? So after that, we went to the club. So this was in January, I think of 2020, I think, 2019, 2019. I can't remember. Um, And then so we went to the club again the next month for Mardi Gras, the Mardi Gras event. And we met a couple that that night that we hung out with for about an hour or two upstairs, playing pool, shooting the shit, talking, and then decided that we wanted to go downstairs to swap with them. Um, It was a fun experience, but not my most memorable experience. It's actually Uh how we developed a few more rules for us as well. Like, so the couple was really nice. And um, the gentleman was a little drunk, a little too drunk, Um, (laughs) but we were just rolling with it. Um, But, you know, kissing him, he tasted like alcohol. It was just wasn't the best. And you don't like that? Like when when, when somebody kisses you and they have like a little taste of vodka or tequila in their mouth? This was over the top. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. It was like he had been drinking for like days and it's almost like the smell of alcohol was coming off of them still and it was like okay this is but you know i was like (laughs) i'm I'm not gonna i'm not i'm gonna keep an open mind i'm gonna go with it and see but it's kind of how so we ended up just doing like soft swap stuff with them and then i was like you know i'm really not feeling this um so we i excused us (laughs) (laughs) she's like i excused us and then we got the fuck out did you guys get the fuck out or did you stay no, we were like, we're going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we came up with the rule of, you know, we really didn't, we weren't interested in playing with people that we didn't actually know, that we didn't build a connection with, build a friendship with. Because um, we knew then that it just, that's the, this, that was the disconnect. We didn't know them. We just met them. Sure, they were nice and they were cool, but there was not enough time to build a connection with them. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because a lot of times, you know, especially in this day and age, People, well, I I personally think that it's better to connect with people, you know, in Telegram groups or on sites like Cassidy mm-hmm. or Telegram groups or Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, just develop that, you know, hey, I know you just like me and you, you know, like we have been chatting for about a year, year, a year. <laughs> you know, yep. and like we have planned on meeting up and playing, I think, like two or three times it was a couple times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember you came down for your birthday, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give her some birthday chocolates." <laughs> it's my dick in a box, <laughs> you know. <I> was... <laughs> Does it so, bring out too? That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember one of the times you came to Vegas. Uh, I was with another guy, and I'll leave his name unsaid out, out. <laughs> but i was hanging with him and he was telling me yo doc i'm about to meet with jay later on because i think you were staying at resorts world was uh-huh. it yeah. yeah out here in vegas and i was like okay and then he told me the time because i think he was supposed to meet you at 10 p.m or something like that or 9 p.m yeah. And so, you know, um, I'm watching him gamble, and I think he's playing blackjack, and we're at uh, some hotel on the Strip. And then I'm like, yo, aren't you supposed to go meet up with uh, Jade? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tell her that I'll, you know, get with her later. And so I'm thinking he uh, texted you, and then I'm like, did you text her? And he's like, no, no, not yet. And I was like, I think you should text her, right? And you know, we <laughs> so we get to the we get to the hotel, and then you know, he's calling you, and then you're not picking up, and then he's like, I know she hears me because it's ringing and this and that. And I'm like, 
please don't tell her that I'm with you. Because <laughs> I could tell, like, something in my head told me that he was... Um, Something in my head told me that you saw the the call and you're like, yeah, I'm not picking up. Yep. And I was like, okay, yeah, I don't want to get connected with this shit because like I don't <laughs> want her, I don't want Jay's first impression of me to be with this dude. With this right? dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even tell her that I'm with you. Like, let's just make it a surprise. <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. The shit that was coming that he was telling me, he's like, oh, I just got here, the traffic. And I was like, dude, you're like 45 minutes late. Like, no, I'm not picking up your call. <laughs> and he didn't tell you beforehand either, did he? No. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah, see, it's like, there you go, you guys, communication, you got to communicate this stuff, right? Yep. So just like Jade and Brad, they had good, proper communication, you know, he properly communicated to, to his beautiful lady what he wanted. And when you're trying to meet up with couples or singles, you got to communicate stuff, yes. you know, you got to let them know ahead of time. Yeah. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. So, all right. So... Tell us a little bit more about pansexuality. So there's going to be some people that are kind of confused because there's a lot of terms, you know. So obviously uh, you're bisexual. Uh, do you classify yourself as bisexual or? I do now. Uh, so when actually we first got in the lifestyle, I was not bisexual. I was straight. Okay. Okay. It wasn't until March of last year that I started exploring more with women. So about a year ago almost now that I started exploring more with women And, um, I think it was just finding the right women to explore with that made me go, okay, no, I enjoy this. In the past, when I had ever explored with women, I was like, ah, this is not, I'm not feeling this. It's not doing anything for me. Um, so I think it was finding the right women that I just really connected with, um, to open that door a little bit further for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, one of the things I love doing is like, if I I love threesomes and reverse gangbangs with multiple women, that's like mm. another one of my kings and i like one thing that i love is like if like like a woman two women are giving me a blowjob at the same time and they're kissing at the same time as well and like you and hot wife l you guys are doing that so like at the same time yeah. on my dick and i was just like I love oh, balls. my <laughs> balls yeah one person's on my balls i was like oh yes and so that's like beautiful and Mm -hmm. do you think that uh women are because obviously not all women are bi but do you think that like women are typically more predisposed to being like bi curious bisexual bi friendly uh what what are your thoughts on that i think that they are not i think because the world and the lifestyle is more accepting of bi women, more women say it. I think there's a lot of bi curious, bi open, bi situational men in the lifestyle, but because it's still kind of like hush hush, not as many of them come out as say that they are bi or bi situational or bi comfortable. Okay. So do you feel like it's kind of like the same like percentages, like bi or pan men? compared to women then i think there's probably more percentage wise as far as women go yes um but i don't think there's that big of a percentage um if if every man that was bi came out and said they were bi i think there would the the percentage would be smaller but because not as many men come out saying that they're bi it looks like there's a lot more bi women than there are bi men Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because yeah, because I mean, you know, in this society, it's uh, uh, obviously more acceptable for a woman to be bi or whatnot, you know, hell, not even just in lifestyle, but, you know, in general general. as well, you know, so you don't have to be a swinger, you know, if a woman says, oh, yeah, I kissed the girl and I liked it. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, well, hey, join the club. Here, yeah, that's, that's hot, that role, right? but oh, that's fucking hot. 
<laughs> yeah. But then you hear a, a man say that and it, it's, it's, it gets a different reaction. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And I mean, I classify myself as straight, but like, I'm very, very accepting of, you know, everybody's sexual, um, uh, kinks and whatnot. And, um, uh, so yeah. Cause like, you know, I had, uh, I've had a couple like cucks or husbands, you know, like, uh, give me a blowjob with their wife. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't really like that, but that's, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Brad and I love doing that. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Hey, 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 we may do that uh, when y'all to come back down to Vegas. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but like, t- tell me a little bit more about Brad. So like, uh, obviously he's pansexual. So can you tell us like, what's the difference between pansexuality versus bisexuality? Bi. Yeah. So like when you're bi, you're attracted to both men and women. So you're attracted to the same sex and you're attracted to the opposite sex. Pretty self-explanatory simple. When you're pansexual, their sexual orientation has nothing to do if you're attracted to them. You're attracted to more of them as a person um, than you are their sexual preferences or their sexual orientation. So like as a pansexual, you could be attracted to men, women, trans, non-binary, their sexual orientation has nothing to do with the attraction. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, cause it seems like there's a lot of overlap between the, the two terms, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I can see the, the clear definition, uh, well, yeah. the clear dividing line between that. So, <laughs> so, Tell me, uh, you guys, like, wh- what would you classify yourselves as? So, uh, obviously, you're not cuckold. Mm-hmm. Are you stag vixen, would you say? We're kind of more stag vixen. Um, you know, I would definitely say that's more of the term that we are close to. Besides being like a hot wife couple, we are more stag vixen. But at the same time, he does also play. Um, it's not just me playing. and But we are, I would say, the closest term would be stag and vixen d- dynamic. Beautiful. Do you like seeing him play with uh, oh, other yeah. people? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you well, again. Brad, so Brad says it like this. He's like, okay, because he's a car guy too. So he says, okay. you know, you have your car. You love your car. You know how your car feels. You know how your car sounds. But you've never seen your car in action because you're always behind the wheel. He's like, I get to watch my car in action, driving around and doing, you know, donuts and shit. Um, and that's it's a it's a pretty self-explanatory breakdown way of explaining it. He gets to watch his favorite car take a ride. I love that. I love <laughs> that. And trust me, y'all, Jade is a beautiful fun ride. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that she got four-wheel drive because she needs that up in Denver. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I like watching him too, because I know how much he can pleasure me. And so I I like watching him do it to other people. Do you like watching more or participating more? Participating. Participating. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you like playing with guys more, ladies more? Um, It's, it's now it's like a, it's like a really like, I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite. I like playing with them together. That's my favorite. I like when there's men, men and women all just having fun together. I don't know if I like one solo over the other i like it when it's a good mixture so yeah i don't i don't have a favorite (laughs) so you like orgies i do okay i I like orgies too yeah i like orgies too i love the the sexual synergy like when you're in a hot orgy and there's just Mm -hmm. like bodies all around and everybody's switching back and forth and exactly uh, we actually had our first eight person orgy at pod bash oh shit Tell us about that and why the fuck was I not invited? I don't no. know where you were. <laughs> I disappeared. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I think I saw the video of it afterwards. I was like, that was hot. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot. I mean, there was only a small video of it because um, it was four couples and one couple, they don't a film. They don't, they're not content creators. So it was filmed for personal pleasure, but it wasn't filmed to put out there for the world to see, unfortunately. Um, but um, one of the couples was um, Hot Wife L. Okay. And her hubby AC. And okay. then the other was um, another couple, um, Lexi um, and her her hubby. 
Okay. Um, and then the other couple is they're not content creators, so can't say their name, but you actually can. Cause like they're on Twitter and they gave me permission to say their name when I interviewed uh, Amy Idaho. So oh. doc, are, are you talking about Dr. J and E? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. They gave me permission. So I'm like, yeah. Cause I, 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 I played with her that little cute ass Puerto Rican. Feisty, feisty little bundle of <laughs> fire and dynamite. And I was like, Oh my God. I, I played with her twice over that weekend. I was oh, like, did you? I to, yeah, yeah, I don't usually do that. So I'm like, you hey, usually I'm like at a buffet. I'm like, oh, I want this woman, I want that woman, I want this woman. I had to go back to her twice. So I was like, shit. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was and, all all of us. It was us four. And we already like we already known um L and AC, like really good friends with them. Um, I had been chatting with Lexi for quite a while um, on on Twitter. So we had built up and we exchanged numbers before Podbash and we're just building up that connection and vibe. Same thing with um, E and Dr. Joan. Um, so it like, it just all, and everybody was friends with everybody. So it just meshed really well. And just the, it was like a well-oiled moving machine on that king bed, like just like working like magic. And it, yeah, it was. What, it was what were y'all using for oil? Was there like a bunch of cum and juice and squirt and stuff? <laughs> like, what, what, um, there was oil definitely bottles. From? There was definitely bottles of lube floating around too, <laughs> or good old spit. You know, good old spit is works just great for lube too. <laughs> oh shit! And the bed was able to support eight people on there. Well, I mean, at times people might have been standing off to the side, you know, but uh, there was always at least six people on that bed. Okay. Okay. Because I remember my first, okay, my first experience doing lifestyle stuff, right? I went to the Red Rooster in Las Vegas and <laughs> I was, it was late 2016. And, you know, I'm like this in my mid thirties of just like, just keeping out the place and just like just letting it soak in right and two of these gorgeous there's these two gorgeous ladies right and they're just like really feeling me and so their husbands come over to me and they're like well hey our ladies like uh <laughs> want to <laughs> play with you and i was like well i just kind of came to watch but like <laughs> damn i was like okay and i've never the spot yeah, put me on the spot. And like, I've never, this is my first experience in the lifestyle, right? So it's like, they're like, okay, let's go to the room, right? So we go to the room and then we start undressing. And then I see these two guys start undressing. And I'm like, whoa, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm, thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm like, hey, you wait know? a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Back up. Because, you know, again, I'm new, so I don't know the rules of the etiquette. You know, I'm kind of thinking in my head, okay, well, am I going to be fucking these ladies and somebody's going to stick his dick in my ass? You know, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't get that. Like that you know right. and they're like and, and, and i kind of said that they're like oh no no we're not <laughs> we're just gonna play with our ladies i was like oh okay and so like we all got on the bed so it's five of us right mm -hmm. and like we broke the bed like we heard it like crack and it broke <laughs> and i was like shit Oops. and yeah and i lasted a good five six minutes and the guys were talking shit to me they're like, come on, come on, don't bust a nut. I mean, it was friendly shit, but like, they're like, they're, I was like, oh, God, like, they're like, no, don't bust a nut. You got it. You got it. Come on, don't bust a nut. Your own little cheering squad. Yeah. They're like, you're a fucking athlete. How are you going to bust a nut? All the muscles and shit. And I was like, fuck you. And so, anyways, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. a good a first experience <laughs> it actually was it, it was very very memorable and I like know. i may have gone up there jade totally high and i may have walked into the indoor pool and yeah that definitely happened and <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah fun story fun story so anyways oh my goodness <laughs> so what's your craziest lifestyle experience um, besides the eight person orgy, um, my most memorable actually was, it was one of the, 
one of the first hot wife experiences that I had. Um, it was actually at the front porch fingers hot wife event here in Denver. We had gone to one Vegas and then, um, they had came out here a couple months later and it was our first one going to the hot wife event here in Denver. If every girl's best friend is a diamond, wouldn't you agree that every queen of spade or hot wife's best friend is a gangbang? A gangbang is literally every hot wife's fantasy, but having a gangbang party that's sexy, fun, and well planned out is as elusive as a unicorn. Until now, at Bulls and Queens, we're now offering luxury gangbang parties to listeners of this podcast that will blow your mind. We have years of lifestyle party planning experience and can make your fantasy a reality. We host gangbangs at luxurious mansions and hotel suites. We can travel to you in your city. We can professionally film it at your request. And we offer your wife a female concierge who will meet her every needs and assist her. And we fly in proven BBC bulls that are professional, handsome, perform well, and most importantly, are STD tested so that your wife can experience a safe, fun, fantasy opportunity of a lifetime. Want to learn more about having Dot Chocolate throw your wife a luxury gangbang with 3 to 12 or more guys? Then visit bullsandqueens.com gangbang right now and fill out that short questionnaire on the page. Again, that's bullsandqueens.com gangbang right now and fill out that questionnaire. Spaces are limited each month, so act fast. That's bullsandqueens.com slash gangbang. Now, back to the show. And met a gentleman there that uh, I actually knew. He had been already messaging me on my IG for months and months ahead of time. Um, but he, he was, was creeping very, in your DMs. He was creeping but, in your DMs. <laughs> he, I mean, he's obviously lifestyle, but he was more on my page as like a, a fan sort of, cause of like my IG was obviously to promote, you know, my content and things of that nature. But he came off very, very aggressive and very just rubbed me the wrong way surprisingly. And I was like, he's just, he just, he's just rubbing me the wrong way. He's aggressive. He's cocky. I can't deal with this. So I kind of cut off ties chatting with him. And then we ended up running him into at like into him at the hot wife event. And it's funny how people will have two different sometimes ways that they are because through messaging DM, he was very cocky, very arrogant, very just pushy. He was so gentle, so nice in person. Totally got along with them. Really great. Sat there, talked for a couple of hours at the event. The event was ending and we were like, do you want to come home with us? <laughs> oh shit. You, you took him home. Well, we had, we had an Airbnb. Oh, so we okay. didn't go home home, but we, we, he, we took him back to the Airbnb with us. And I think we got back to the Airbnb about two 30 and I don't think we went to bed until like six. Damn. So it was just the three of you guys, you, Brad, and yep. mm-hmm. the dude that don't know how to send DMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> did you ever tell him that, you know, he almost lost his shot by his DMs? You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Was... I, was like, yeah. I was like, you were super aggressive and just not what I expected in person. So I'm glad that this actually happened because I would have blew you off. I, I blew you off. I had no intention of chatting with you and I still chat with him to this day. Okay. What was his response when he told him that? He's like, oh, okay. He's like, it's almost like he's so quiet in person. He like processed it, but he didn't express how he was processing it in his head. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, honestly, I'm glad that you told him about that because I feel like it's very, very important, especially for us single guys to uh, address or communicate with a lady couples in an appropriate manner, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah, you don't want to be too, too passive, but you don't want to be an asshole either. I think it's exactly. better if you go a little bit less than a little bit too more. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So now so, I, I now I understand and I can take the aggressiveness that he has to throw at me because now we have that that friendship. And whereas before it was like, yeah, I just stay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely important to communicate to people. It's people have to realize that you're not doing it to be mean. You're just trying to let them know and, you know, something that they could work on. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys got into the lifestyle and you guys are discovering yourselves along this journey, Jade. So you're discovering, oh, hey, I'm bisexual. I like girls. And then uh, Brad is discovering that he's pansexual. And how did you guys make the leap from just doing lifestyle to doing lifestyle and then also creating content? (laughs) So we actually started doing content before we went full force in the lifestyle. Um, not major content. It was very little. It was funny how that kind of came about. I, um, I had started doing my, like on my lifestyle health and wellness journey for myself. I wanted to lose weight after, um, you know, having kids, my body, I was at my heaviest weight that had ever been. I wasn't happy with it. So I was like, I'm going to start to, you know, really focus on myself. So I started to eat right, work out. And so I lost like 45 pounds and I was like, I have to get rid of all my clothes. Okay. I was like, I can't fit in these. And Brad's like, okay. He's like, but don't get rid of your underwear. And I'm like, why wouldn't I get rid of my underwear? Like everything else I donated my underwear, I was planning on just throwing away. And he's like, you can sell those. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is not <laughs> a thing. He's like, yes, it is. And he went and showed me and he's like, look, you can sell your panties. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So we started dabbling in that before we went full force into the lifestyle. So we were kind of doing that. Um, and then it just started, you know, one thing after another was like, oh, can you do a video call with me? Oh, can you make a video for me? And it just started growing and growing and growing. And we're like, okay, this is now a full-blown business at the same time of doing our lifestyle stuff, but keeping the two separate. Mm-hmm. But then we're like, oh, you know, we can kind of combine these two together to, you know, do content with the lifestyle, which works and it doesn't work. It's, we tried it for a long time and it really wasn't working well, trying to combine the the content creation with the lifestyle. So okay. we went back to just keeping them completely separate. Like we have our content that we make with people and then we have our personal play that we make with people. Now we have lots of friends that are also in the lifestyle that make content. So there's times that we will have times with them that we film it. And there's times with that we'll have with them that we don't film it. Um, but even that, besides those two crossing there, we keep them pretty, we keep them pretty separate because we think it's better that way than trying to make it work so much meshing together. Okay. And, and why is that? Because uh, I have my thoughts on it, obviously, but I want to hear your thoughts. So like, what's you know, like the biggest difficulty of combining uh, strictly lifestyle with strictly content creation? <laughs> well, I find that, so when we were trying to find people to play with and then also say, oh, and by the way, can we film this? If they weren't familiar, the nose in arounds of filming, it's a lot harder than it's use what it that it thinks i mean it's not just you know whipping it out and doing your shit there's a lot of like (laughs) angles and lights and just there's a lot that goes into it and we found that people that didn't already make content that was familiar with the ways we couldn't even use the film because it was terrible so Uh it was like or they just didn't understand and it's just yeah it's yeah so we just were like okay two separate worlds we have a personal play and we have our content making Okay. Have you tried selling some of those uh, videos where you think that, okay, well, maybe the lighting wasn't the best or maybe the angles weren't the best? Because like what I've seen, and it may surprise you, but a lot of people that are consumers of uh, especially swinger porn, Uh they like to see the just the natural stuff. So it doesn't have to be all like, you know, the perfect angles, because I I know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to angles. But like... Uh, we haven't actually. I don't even know if we still have them. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, yeah, you guys should try selling it because uh, I've done polls and I've you know done tests and people like like, like that. See that? Yeah. So like sometimes what I'll do a lot of times uh, when I'm playing with my partners is um, because I I because I, I think most 
uh, content creators will say this, right? That are in the lifestyle. They'll say that, um, can you hear all that background noise behind me? Not really. No. Okay. They're drilling downstairs, but like, I, um, I think most people that are content creators and their lifestylers like us, they'll say that they like having sex playing off camera more than on camera just because it's like, okay, well, when the camera's on, you feel like you got to perform, you got to hit the angles, you got to do this and that. And if you're just, you know, playing, you don't have to worry about shit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You just have fun. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Well, sometimes too, when you're filming, there's lots of stop and go too. Like, oh, like I I need a break or, you know, like, oh, I got to, you know, grab a condom or something or, you know, whereas... And so you have to turn off the cameras and stop it. And so it's like, whereas personal play, there's not that stop and go as much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think, uh, cause like even in the uh, play session that you, me and L had, uh, I don't think that there was any stop we and go. Stop I think it was, yeah. Yeah. We didn't stop at all because, uh, uh, Brad, yeah, Brad was filming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad was filming. And I think it worked out really well because like all four of us know, what to do and you know we know how to have fun at the same yeah. time and you know we're just you know like i, I think we were having more laughs than orgasms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great and that's what comes off so great on camera too it's like is you could you could feel and you could see the connection and the friendship that we all had and it was awesome <laughs> exactly exactly and so um so yeah because uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there they if they're not in content creation they think that oh you guys are just content creators you're just doing it for the money and you know you're not real lifestylers and this and that and I'm yeah. like no that's like further from the truth it's like we're just people that are in the lifestyle and we're probably more exhibitionist you know in our nature Uh and you know so we would film anyways but because of the advent of you know things like only bands and whatnot we can make money off of it so why not do it yeah why not do it (laughs) well i think a big part of like it took a big boom during covid when everybody was home and it's like, Oh, let's film this. And Oh, we can do that. And yeah. So I think yeah. it's just a jump there, but yeah, it's like, why not? You love doing it. It's like, you love your job. Why, you know, we're lucky enough that we get to love our job and make money at what we do versus not. Exactly. Exactly. And I, w- I was taking videos personally before I got into all this. Honestly, I got videos from like back in 2017, 2018, I want to say, mm-hmm. and, you know, some of them were kind of hot. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, and and when you started selling your panties, like what sites did you go through to sell your panties? Um, at the time it was sniffer and all things worn were the two main sites that I used. Now I don't, I'm not on those sites. Um, it's in my menu on like my platforms that I sell it. Um, I don't do as many more as many like panties and things of that nature, but I still have a couple of people that reach out that, that want them. So when I started, it was sniffer and all things worn. Okay. Okay. And then you're on like a bunch of different platforms. So you're on OnlyFans and Fansly, Mm -hmm. Loyal Fans, Pornhub and all that. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you, uh, are you doing this like full time or part time? Full time? Well, I'm a a full time mom and then full time content creator. So yes, it's a nonstop, um, I don't, I don't know how I get it done. Well, I know how I get it done. <laughs> Brad helps me a lot. He runs part of my pages. I run the other part, um, you know, so we do it as a team. Um, but yeah, it's full time for me. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. And uh, tell me, cause you go by, you're obviously a hot wife, but, but tell us about goddess. So like, what's the difference between goddess versus hot wife? So we first went with goddess because, um, so like I said, we actually came up with that before we were fully into the hot wife scene. So that's how we first came up with the goddess part, like, you know, you know, to be worshiped and to, to be that figure that, um, just is perfect, I guess, so to speak, even though there's perfect in the minds of everybody is different, which I love. 
Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why we went with the goddess part of it. And then as I started to venture more into the hot wife scene, we kind of started transitioning to the hot wife name more than the goddess name. But we don't want to go and change names on platforms that have been established. So we just kind of ride with both. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay i got you i got you and then yeah. one last question because i know you got places to go uh how, how do you keep this like secret from your family or do you or like how do you like nope so nope. they're eventually gonna find out so you might as well be the person that tells them <laughs> okay okay because i mean like so like my immediate family knows the family members i wanted to know i didn't want them to go and discover me sometime i told yeah if there's other family members that i don't give two shits if they know i didn't bother telling <laughs> <laughs> <I got you. laughs> that's fair enough that's fair yeah. enough so all right so we're going to end this uh, but before we end this i want you jade to give out your your platforms again because uh this is a beautiful gorgeous woman and i know i say this with er- probably every woman i get on here but it's <laughs> it just so happens that all the women that i connect with they're all beautiful and gorgeous but like she is absolutely <laughs> yummy and I, I i tell you all that from the experience she is yummy she sat on my face for about five ten minutes so she yeah i i, I definitely speak from experience she's definitely <laughs> so tell us <laughs> tell us your platforms again and your websites and then i also want you to give a key piece of advice to let's say a couple that's listening to this podcast that wants to jump into lifestyle or maybe they're in lifestyle, but they want to jump into doing content and then we'll end this podcast. So, okay. Um, okay. Honestly, there's so many platforms I'm on. It's either hot wife, Jade Lee or goddess Jade Lee. Um, if you go to my site, it's Jade Lee. So J A D E L I dot co C O. Everything is on there. It's all in one place. Um, but like on OnlyFans, I'm Hot Wife Jade Lee and I'm God Goddess Jade Lee. Um, mini vids, I'm Goddess Jade Lee. Twitter, I'm Hot Wife Jade Lee. Um, so it's just hard to remember all the different ones. So it's just easiest if you go to jadelee.co. <laughs> okay. And you have a very pretty page. Thank you. We actually You're just redid it. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. I, I like it. S- somebody got that jadelee.com, huh? No, it's available. Um, we went with the .co before because we wanted it to not, when trying to promote it on places of like TikTok, we didn't want it to look like a .com. So that's why we went with .co. And I think now maybe it is not available anymore, like the .com. Um, or is it? Maybe it is, and it's just super, super expensive to own. I can't oh. remember. Okay, that's probably what it is. Somebody probably like is like squatting on it, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can get, have jlee.com for three thousand dollars exactly yeah so that's why we're like fine we'll just we're just gonna we're gonna keep going with dot co (laughs) okay i like it so all right and then uh give that key piece of advice to people that uh they're a couple they're thinking about jumping into the lifestyle and or they're in the lifestyle but they are thinking of getting into content yes um i mean for the lifestyle the biggest thing that I always say is just communication. It's so simple, but so many people don't know how to communicate properly. I tell people, I'm like, you need to talk and you need to talk. And then when you think you're done talking, you need to talk some more. Like there should never be a point in time where you're not having an open conversation about anything and everything. So whether that's just starting off in your life, not even to do with lifestyle, just with everything going on in your life, Having that open communication, knowing that you can trust your partner to bring anything to your partner and not be judged, that they're going to be empathetic and sympathetic towards how you feel. Um, So that's the biggest piece of advice I have is open communication and your partner is always number one. Um, Never put anything else above your partner. And those are the two biggest things I would say for advice for getting into the lifestyle. For starting content, I would say that um it's a process (laughs) it's one of those things that you get out what you put in so if you know you're going to only give it 50 percent, then you're only going to get 50 percent back if that that's good it it takes time there's no 
oh, I'm going to do this for a couple months and I'm going to be, you know, rolling in the, you know, money. It's, it's a process. It's a roller coaster ride. It's an up and it's a down. And also what works for somebody might not work for you. So you have to play around with things and see what works for you. And then um, hopefully you find it and you can roll with it. I love it. I love it. So that was like why sage advice, because yeah, obviously what works for me as a black male content creator is going to be way different than what works with you as a beautiful Asian female creator. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I, I love that piece of advice, Jade. So, so this has been the beautiful goddess Jade Lee. And you can find her at jadelee.co. And if you own jadelee.com and you're selling it for $3,000, we hate you. No, we don't right. hate you, but kick rocks. And yeah. <laughs> that's just a yeah, shitty yeah, thing to do. <laughs> very, very shitty. But I love, <laughs> I love your business game, though, selling a, a, that shit for expensive amounts of money. Right. And Doc Chocolate, BBC, you guys can find me at bullsandqueens.com. And then you can find my spicier stuff at docchocolatebbc.com. And so until next time, you guys, Bulls and Queens Nation, y'all stay sexy. Y'all be blessed. You guys support each other. Make love and not war. And stay warm outside if it's like super, super cold. So have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.